Welcome to the Debt Matters Podcast, where we help Canadians find solutions to their debt with licensed insolvency trustees from across Canada. I'm Wayne Kay, and in today's show, we're going to be discussing shrinkflation. You're familiar with the term inflation, right? But shrinkflation is something we also need to be aware of. To help me with it, we're going to talk with Francine Myers from Allen Marshall & Associates, licensed insolvency trustee from Nova Scotia. She's in Halifax and Truro offices. Francine, thanks for being here. Hey, Wayne. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Wonderful. Thank you. I am glad that we're going to be discussing shrinkflation because this is actually something that my wife has been bringing up forever saying, well, <laughs> I'm going to let you explain what shrinkflation is. Well, you know what? It It's such a strange word and it makes you think that things are actually starting to go down. You think shrink, you think things are getting smaller, but unfortunately, hmm, well, I should say that is the case, but it's not a good thing, no. right? So what's actually going down is the weight or size or number of a consumer good. Often at the same time when the price is going up. So I guess if you look at it, shrink and inflation together are shrinkflation. The most common consumer goods that are falling victim to this shrinkflation are really your consumable goods like groceries, right? Really specifically, we've seen it in potato chips, we see it in chocolate bars, and even things like ketchup. And it happens more, these types of practices, in times of, you guessed it, inflation, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to be seeing more and more of it. That's my what my opinion is. Right. And I bring this up because constantly, you know, when we're shopping and my wife will say, oh, yeah, those used to be way bigger. Even the chocolate bars, the chocolate bar used to be bigger or they, they just cut instead of it being a 330 gram bag, it's now 300, but the price is the same. Well, that's a good increase, increase in profit for these companies. Yeah. So that's exactly what's, what's happening. And, and I, you know, same thing. It's not just your imagination. I know when I was a lot younger, uh, bags of chips were bigger. It's not just something that we're thinking happened. It actually did happen. Now, to be fair to the companies, this is how they, you know, they use a bit of reverse psychology or what have you. So in order to maintain profits, okay, because a lot of thing is going, a lot of prices are going up. So companies are not only raising prices on their goods, they're just, you know, reducing how much you're buying of the product. So we don't see the prices go up as much. So we don't really realize how much of a hit it is. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's even things like, uh, you know, a box of cookies can have uh, a couple cookies less in it. Right. So the grams goes down a bit, which over the course of, you know, a couple of bags of cookies doesn't sound like a lot, but when you spread it over a large scale, that is a lot of savings for a company. Right. But I know when I was a kid, man, if I polished off a big bag of potato chips, that was a lot of potato chips. Right. <laughs> um, these days I find I could probably plow through a large bag of potato chips and not bad an eye. Right. <laughs> and really, you know what it does as well? It may seem, this is where people, this is where it's a little really sneaky. It may seem a brand seem more competitive over another brand. So they, they may actually, you know, be able to maintain a, a price point, let's say two fifty for a bag of chips, whereas their competitor is going up to three dollars, right? But there's less in it. So you look at that and say, "Oh, well, that's only two fifty. Oh, that's three dollars. I'm going to get the two fifty bag." 
but there's less product. Yeah. So it's it's a way for them to maintain, you know, not only their profits, but also seem more competitive. So some consumers may not actually pick up on this because the way packaging is done, I mean, I can look at a package and think there's more in one package just the way it, it almost seems like an optical illusion. So you have to be so careful. Now, what, what do you think the uh, companies are actually saying about this? Well, you know what? That's a really good question because the media, you know, there have been media outlets and there's a lot of like social media groups and consumer advocates, you know, who are asking companies, you know, why are you doing this? Or, you know, just to kind of own up on it. So here's the responses. You either you don't get one, right? They just kind of ignore, mm -hmm. right? Your W5 type of calls, right? Or they're just very frank about the fact that really what we all know it's easier to reduce the product than try to raise the pro you know the prices all the time right i mean just speaking even for myself i'll notice a small price increase much more quickly than a small reduction in the packaging You're and that's right. exactly what those companies are counting on right yeah, yeah exactly that same way i'll notice if the price goes up because a lot of items you know we repetitively buy we buy them every single week we know what the price is so that's that's a good one you know another uh sneaky thing that I've noticed is you can buy the small versions might be, you know, a certain price and then you can buy the bigger version, more bulkish. And you would assume that the bigger version is a better deal, but oftentimes it's not anymore. You really have to look at the amount of grams in something. And I'll use the example of, of toothpaste. So I remember seeing a package of three and it was on for five ninety seven. So two bucks each, right? Well, you could buy them for one seventy-five singles. And I thought, hmm, how many people you know are, are not doing this? How yeah. many people aren't paying attention? And, and and I and it's funny you should bring that up because I noticed that. And I got two words for you: baking soda. Okay. Yep. I noticed the same thing with a name brand baking soda, and I had always bought the larger, thinking that it would be less money. But I realized when I looked at the price that buying actually four of the smaller ones was actually cheaper than buying one large one, which is totally, totally contrary to what I would have thought 10 years ago. Absolutely. In fact, this just happened yesterday. We had three bags of, of small sugar at the office and I was saying, why do we have so much sugar? And the person said, well, I was going to buy the big 10 kilogram one, but it was cheaper to buy these ones because they were on sale, the small singles. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing too. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I've noticed that uh, sometimes the smaller ones will go on sale. So it's comparable. And then other times like your toothpaste and my baking soda examples, the smaller ones are cheaper gram for gram than the larger ones. So it really comes down to paying attention when you're at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And I actually yeah. brought this up on my radio show and, and people were saying that they actually shop with calculators now, you know, to, to actually yeah. figure that stuff out. Isn't that something? You have to. Yeah. That's you, right. You really do yeah. because, I mean, the cost of everything went just beyond our, if somebody would have told us how high everything would have been, you know, two years ago, we would have laughed at them. No way. Yeah. And now we're going, oh, please slow down. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Now, how do we fight this? Is there anything we can do? Well, I mean, it, it's very sneaky, right? That's the problem, right? And not only 
would there be sometimes, well, I'll tell you, here's a couple of signs, right? So sometimes a company will change the packaging to try and camouflage that there's less grams in it, right? Mm. So if you would see at times a different packaging, right? So usually here's what grocery stores will do. They will try and clear out one package before they put out the other package on the shelf. Because if they have them side by side, when you're like, hey, well, wow, this is like 50 grams less. So you're going to see it, right? But if they're if they just clear out one, then the other, you'd be less likely as a consumer to see that. So watch that. If you see, hey, new packaging, why would a company change the packaging? Except in my mind, they're trying to disguise something, right? So keep an eye on that. So new packaging. Now, also the thing is a lot the name brands will usually more likely because there's higher profits conceivably, right? They will change their packaging. Um, the no name brands or your more generic brands, right? Will not as often change their packaging. So, I mean, either way, that's still kind of gram for gram. They are, they're usually the better deal. Although I must say the other day, uh, when I was at the grocery store, store, there was a sale on the Starbucks coffee, making it cheaper than the no-name brand, which again, I guess you have to watch your prices, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, change in packaging is one, is really, I find the thing you keep an eye on. And then just kind of noticing, I think if you keep your changes, uh, but apart from that, looking at the, some grocery stores do tell you how much the price of something is, kind of like going with a calculator, except they do it for you. Right. Yep. So they will, you have to check the grams. And here's another thing I've noticed, Wayne. Sometimes the same type of items are not close together. They can be in different areas so that you're, you can't really compare prices. You have to, you know, slip over a few aisles to find a comparable price and check. So it's really, you know, when they're starting to split items, change packaging then you know there's kind of a change sometimes. Yeah, that, that's another key point. We got to pay attention. You really have to, you have to know, like it's not that you can just go in and grab the same old stuff anymore. It's it's really become, it's become a game in a way. And also when you go shopping, you know, you want to find stuff that's on sale and you can do it. But like for us, I think we really pay attention now to to every price, every dollar. Well, I, I tell you, there's some things that uh, you may buy every few months, every six months, even sometimes once a year. There was one item that we usually, we didn't use all that much. We bought it, you know, a condiment, maybe every six months. And just in the last six months, I'm sure the price went up 3 or $4. I was stunned when I went. I actually had to pause and decide whether I was going to spend this much money on this condiment. And mm. I mean, I did eventually because I there really wasn't a lot of choice and we use it. But I, I got to tell you, I really did have to stop and think as to whether I was going to spend like $10 for something that would have been $6 probably a few months ago. Another thing we need to pay attention to, I mean, this all has to do with, you know, the, the bank accounts of Canadians and, and, and helping them out to how to best, you know, get through without having to put things on their card. But you could save a lot of money also by paying attention to the price when you run it through the scanner. I have noticed countless times, almost every time I go, that the price may be on sale, and then when you scan it, it's a different price. It's the original price, and this is happening a lot. Yeah. So 
uh, it's pr- it's probably a good thing that my husband's not on with me because you probably hear his eyes rolling um, through the radio. <laughs> uh, so this is what we do, right? Uh, I have an uncanny gift of memorizing just for the grocery trip prices. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It, it is some kind of gift. All right. I will look at a price and I'll memorize it. I walk out the grocery store and I, well, I usually don't, but no. you know, I don't know why I memorize prices. It's really odd. So I am parked in front of the uh, scanner to watch as the, as the clerk, the grocery clerk scans things because I will spot a wrong price a mile away. And I can guarantee you that, yes, grocery stores make mistakes. Uh, they will actually a lot of times scan out as not a sale price or higher. And people should also know, I know we're off you know, shrinkflation, but this is a really good tip as well in the grocery store, that there is a policy, and you probably know this, Wayne, that if it scans wrong, you can get it free or get a couple dollars off. Yeah, right? I think that's up to ten dollars yeah. for an item. Something, something like that. I know with mine, you know, that I catch it, it scans higher, and right away I'm like, "This scan too high. Do I get it free?" Right? I mean, yeah. that's I just stand, and that's all you have to do is you just have to keep an eye on what the prices are. Now, for some people, that sounds really tedious. For me, it's just, I guess, the thrill of the hunt. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's called a scanning code of practices. It's what it's actually labeled as. And you are absolutely. I never knew it was a thing. I never knew it was a thing. I didn't know either until my daughter works somewhere and she's the one who told me about it and said, hey guys, this is a real thing. It's actually a code. So yeah, not not all the stores will do it though. Like some of the small independents won't do it, but they will correct the price. Also, you do have to go through your receipts after your adventures as well. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's, certainly try to catch it. And and like you say, at the very least, uh, you're going to get the lower price. So it's worth it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What other little things can we talk about regarding this shrinkflation? Well, first of all, I think the awareness, uh, you know, the companies are actually applying these kind of tactics, right? And, you know, I, I don't think it would hurt um, if you even, you know, if you find it, I know I find it a little offensive. I feel like I'm, you know, they're really kind of sneak this in on me. I would let the company know, you know, that I have noticed it. And now maybe, maybe, you know, you're buying a competitor's brand because they haven't either employed the tactic or they're now more, you know, competitive. There's a lot of websites out there. And you know what? It, I mean, if we can't keep an eye on all of this, you and I, no, Wayne, it's no. just too much for two people, right? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Although we are pretty much on the ball. Yeah. But there are a lot of savvy consumers out there, you know, who have wonderful websites who are, you know, really keen about this. They keep an eye on shrinkflation, right? And they educate other consumers. Now, some of them are American, of course, but there, there seems to be more in the States with this, but there are some Canadian ones, right? They will actually tell you which companies are the real culprits on you know, trying to shrink and get these higher prices. I'm using air quotes here yep. uh, past us because they really are higher prices. I mean, if you're paying more for less, obviously it's a higher prices. Right yep. now. And I, I, you know, I always keep in mind with this that it's not. Yeah, it's a sneaky way to do it, but companies have to stay competitive. 
their raw materials are going up, their wages are going up, cost of gasoline and diesel is going up, right? So, you know, I, in a way, I kind of cut the companies a bit of a slack. But if I do notice it, I, I, I'm okay with looking and being competitive and going to another one. It's just that you have to keep an eye for it. What I find a little bit hard about this one is that you don't notice a, you know, the, the, the number going down. You do notice the price change. So somebody else who may just raise their prices, well, you're like, oh, no, they raised their prices. I'm not buying this anymore. Whereas the other ones, if the prices stay the same, then they lose a competitive edge, right? So it, it's not a bad practice to take a look and see which companies are actually more guilty of this than others, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad you brought attention to it because it is something that people have noticed. But if you don't notice it, you are spending more money on certain things than you may need to, or you can look at the competitors or the different options that you've mentioned. Francine, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. We have some good laughs, that's for sure. All right, thanks, Wayne. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Francine Myers with me. You can get a free consultation with Alan Marshall and Associates, licensed in Solvency Trustee by going to wecanhelp.ca. And that's it for the Debt Matters Podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. And of course, for more information, you can always check out debtmatters.ca. Thanks for listening. 